Welcome to another episode of the Photo Bug. And here are your hosts, Jim and Fred. Hi, and welcome to another edition of the Photo Bug. I'm Fred. Hey, I'm Jim. And we're glad to see you. Yes, we are. So, well, I guess we should do the news. Yeah, we didn't have any news last time, so we've got lots of news well, that's because to catch up, right? You were only in AI. I catch up for oh, mustard. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, well, okay. DaVinci Resolve 18.1 is available now. <laughs> this free update features support for vertical video resolutions, timeline locking for collaborative workflows, IE, IE power tools. powered audio tools and effects, improved performance, and more. Of course, there is a free version available, um, and uh, I think it's $299 unless it's gone up for the full version. And the free version contains like 90% of what the full version has. Ah. Yeah. Well, Anthropix has announced the latest version of Portrait Pro. It's IE-powered IE. portrait editing and retouching app. Portrait Pro 23 includes new tools for addressing flyaway hairs and adding backlighting, stylistic creative effects, improved performance, and Apple M1 M2 support. Basically, it is good for portraiture work. So, good stuff. Interesting. Yeah. For the portrait photographers out there. That's it. Well, after years of being exclusive to iOS and macOS, the popular multi-track video editor LumaFusion is now available as a paid open beta on Android and Chrome OS. Yeah. So, Jim, if, you're listening, buddy. Am I? You all right? Yeah, yes, I'm falling <laughs> over. Okay. Too much to drink. Too much, too little yeah. to drink. <laughs> too maybe. little to drink, maybe. Yeah. Well, the Snap Filter System, which is currently being crowdfunded on Kickstarter and Indiegogo, is the world's first MagSafe photo filter setup. It's only for the iPhone 12 or later. Yeah. So if you have an iPhone, this is a magnetic snap filter for iPhones 12 and later. Yep. Reports of the DSLR demise do not seem to matter to Pentax. We've been talking about it the month. Yeah. This, this month, month yeah. yeah, Rico Imaging announced a new compact DSLR, the Pentax KF, which replaces the Pentax K-70. The KF inherits the features of the K7 with a few enhancements. Yeah, they're basically saying it's kind of a retooled version of the K70. Yeah. So, of course, I, interesting. With all of the workshops and things I've done, I rarely see Pentex anymore, so they, it's just not a real popular brand. No, and I always liked it as a film camera. You know, I always so. see Nikon, of course, Canon. Uh, Sony, and lately I've been seeing a lot of Olympus. Yeah, Olympus has really jumped back which, in with both. Which feet. is now OM Systems. Yes, <laughs> but most people are still calling it Olympus. Yep. So, well, the Compact Processor 800, which is called the CP800, is a semi-automatic film processing machine that is now available to purchase mm. directly from the Australian film lab, Film Never Dies. <laughs> okay. Yes. This version, however, is slightly pared down from its original design following an unsuccessful crowdfunding, crowdfunding campaign. This film never dies, but the campaign did. The, the first one did. <laughs> right, yeah. The first one did, so... An expedition team led by Griffin Post headed to Walsh Glacier in Yukon's uh, Kluane, or Kluane National Park to search for an abandoned cache of gear that was left behind by famed explorer Bradford Washburn. 
The cache comprises of multiple cameras and was abandoned back in 1937. Well, I'd like to see what those cameras look like now, wouldn't How you? How much you want to bet they're film cameras? Well, they are. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> look, it was so, that's there so was, long ago they yeah. had to use their computers there by was candlelight. The rare, the rare 1937 <laughs> digital cameras. <laughs> that's why they want this cache. Okay. Well, you want to use IE to create a themed city or a colorful monster? Google will soon allow AI Test Kitchen app users to access a limited form of its state-of-the-art text-to-image IE model. Imagine. Yeah. You know, I've been doing some, uh, there's some free ones out there that I've been playing around with. And uh, in many regards, I was not totally impressed. Uh no matter how carefully I put the text of what I wanted, I didn't get what I wanted. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, oh, I wanted a thing. I thought something really bizarre. I wanted dogs on their hind legs walking people on a collar, you know, reversed. No, that's not what I got. What I got was people walking dogs. <laughs> and sometimes the dogs were out in the, in, in the air and, you know, not on the ground. I mean, it was really bizarre. Uh, that, I don't know. That sounds kind of like a... An artistic endeavor with dogs flying in the air when people were walking them. We also want a futuristic city with flying cars and billboards being towed by drones. Uh, I got some really bizarre crap. <laughs> I did get one good one, which was a free one that on my iPhone. Right. That did a really nice job. Well, that's good. In fact, maybe I'll put it up here and show there you, you go. that one. Good. So I think the AI uh, text-to-image still has a ways to go. Yep. It's fun to play with. I think it's yours with the two decades. Right? It, well, it's been nearly two decades since a camera with the Konica Minolta branding was released. This customer service and repair center has still been up and running. Or at least it was until November 16th, a few days ago from when this is being uh, taped. And when it was announced that it would be shutting down. So do, do, that's do, the, end of the, the number Minolta. you have reached. The funny thing is that Minolta was bought out by uh, OM Systems. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, maybe they're just, they absorbed everything they wanted and got mm -hmm. rid of the rest. Who knows? Yeah. Well, the Heppy Travel Tripod on Kickstarter that we mentioned in the last podcast has now ended. And they raised over a million dollars on Kickstarter. Holy cow. Yeah. So we will have to review like this. like 1.3 million, something wow. like that. We, we, will, we will have a review sometime in January or early February, because, Jim, you did invest in it. Yeah. If you would like to pick one up below the 399 MSRP, they have launched an Indiegogo in demand for 319 Yep. Yeah, so. It was uh, 299 I think, or 279 on uh, Kickstarter, so well, that's missed, over. You missed out on that, yeah, so yeah. you can at least get a little bit of a discount for three hundred nineteen dollars. Yeah, and because so. they did such a tremendous job, they actually have two bonus things they're throwing in. Wow. There's an extra plate that they're doing with a uh, mm -hmm. a slotted plate, and uh, there was something else which I forget, but yeah, they, they put in some bonus things. Wow! So. <clears throat> Pardon me. Yeah, in a previous podcast, we had uh, the south coast of Iceland. And uh, as part of that trip, we also went to Greenland. So today, I thought we would do um, finish that up okay. with Greenland, which I did with Rick Salmon. 
So why don't we go ahead and run that? Yeah. Well, Greenland, we uh, started out because uh, we had spent a week exploring the south coast of Iceland with a friend, and we had beautiful weather, but the day that we went to leave for Greenland and uh, get on board the Sea Spirit, it was cold and rainy. Mm. And we had to, they picked us up by bus, but yeah, we had man. to walk quite a distance. They dropped us off in front of the Harpa Opera. And then, hey. and then we had to walk aside in the rain and finally boarded the Sea Spirit in order to continue our voyage to Greenland. Yep. Oh yeah, that's the right. will stop. Yep. Yes, and here right. in the bow box, we have a throw line. This one, and, orange one. Uh, yeah. We Did sailed overnight. We reached the uh, east coast of the Greenland Fjord. We only stayed on the east coast. And um, <laughs> daily, we used to have we had two trips each day using Zodiac. Good morning, Good morning and welcome coast. to Nekedal here <laughs> in Hore Inlet. <laughs> You're gonna learn all the names later on. Yeah, right. <laughs> so here is a little bit of a rocky path just up. If you wanna borrow any poles, oh, we wonderful. have we have it right there as well. And then the easiest way is to follow the flag route. Okay. So you have it and as well, but make sure that you stay within the perimeter so you don't take off. So you are protected by us in okay. that way. But you have otherwise until 11 o'clock today. If you want to come back earlier, of course you come down here and we arrange so Zodiac can take you back to the ship.
We also visited the most remote village on earth, Itacortemet. Uh, and that is really how it's spelled, but it's pronounced Itacortemet. Population of just over 300 people. Wow. Wow, yes. It's so remote, it actually takes them two months for Amazon Prime members to receive their orders. Well, you didn't let me say, how long does it take? <laughs> Come on now, work with me here. Yes, exactly. That's like the raw wool. When I remove, it's, this is the outside of the skin, so this is from a dead animal, and, and I remove all the wool and the hair, and then if I want to only spin, get something really soft, I remove all the hairs and only spin this gray wool here, the undercoat or underwool. Um, now I'm, right now I'm spinning some of the hairs too. That's also possible to do, but it will not get as soft. So, yeah. But you can also pick wool in nature in summertime and spin it. It's a bit, little bit different color and bleach from the sun. Maybe you find some if you go for hikes in the fjord. Oh. Yes. an amazing place. We did manage to spot the elusive musk ox, which were hard to find because they're hunted there.
All right, there we go. Yep. It was a fun trip. Uh, yeah, there was some unfortunate sickness on board, but uh, we had to cut the trip a day short from Greenland, go back to the uh, West Fjords up in Iceland, which I hadn't been to that area, so it was kind of nice to spend an, an extra day up there. So we could, because they couldn't get a helicopter, they couldn't get any way uh, to this person that had a, well, it was a, I won't say an injury to his leg, but uh, he had a, an issue that could have been life-threatening. Mm. So happily, he's fine. They've got back. And um, so anyway, I hear the, the music. Yeah, I was going to say, I hear the music coming. Yeah, out. I want to mention that uh, I want you to go out and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks you to all the people that have recently subscribed to us. But we had talked about Arsenal in the previous podcast on the news. Well, I got one in. We're going to put that on the next podcast and evaluation, which is a kind of an AI uh, attachment for your mirrorless or DSLR that will automatically do the settings. So anyway, whether you're using an Arsenal or a camera, a pinhole camera, your phone, it's a big world. We want you to be chasing those elusive images out there because... Anytime you can get shutter time, it's always a great time. And with that, we'll see you next time on The Photobug. Be sure to tune in next time to The Photobug for news, reviews, interviews, and how-tos. And please check out and subscribe to The Photobug YouTube channel. Bye.